Praise God. Praise God. I exalt you. That was awesome music. Hallelujah. You know, exalting the name of the Lord. There is nothing like exalting the name of the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. And welcome to Sunday night service. Praise God. We're here in the house of the Lord. And I'm so excited. Because God is doing a mighty work in us. Amen. Praise God. And is working on in us, uh, preparing for a bride that without spot or wrinkles. And, you know, when we were, um, uh, this two young lady, young lady came in this morning and um, preparing us to be an overcomers. You know, uh, nothing, and was said, nothing move you. That there's nothing that come upon us that move us. And that make me think about um, uh, this in Revelation um, chapter 14. And um, Revelation chapter 14 is so awesome because these are, like, um, I think someone said that you can say this um, in... Um, in those four, I think it was Tatiana, the four, um, the 24 elders, and their job was to say, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God Almighty, which was and which is and which has to come. Amen. So that's it. It's, it's, you know, I have been here a lot. This is are the uh, people of God uh, in Revelation 14, and verse 1 said, And I look. And, a lo, and lo, a lamb stood on Mount Zion, and with him an 144,000, having his father's name written in their foreheads. That's what we are working on. And I heard a voice from heaven as the voice of many waters, as the voice of great thunder. And I heard the voice of the harpers harping with their harps. Hallelujah. And they sang, hallelujah, and they sang as it were a new song before the throne and before the forbis and the elders. And no man could learn that song but the hundred and forty and four thousand which were redeemed from the earth. And that also when, Marie, uh, I was going to say Marianne, Marina was uh, talking about in Matthew 13. That to them was given, but to, to us is given, but to them is not given. You know, so those are, you know, no one knows that song, you know, that learned that, that song, but the hundred and forty and four thousand which were redeemed from the earth, you know, and verse four said, These are they which were not defiled. Hallelujah. Praise God, like a Daniel. He proposed in his heart, amen, not to be uh, defiled with the meat, the king's meat, amen. So that these are they which are not defiled with women, for they are virgins. These are they which follow the lamb whithsoever he goeth, hallelujah. Praise God. And these were redeemed from 
among men, being the first fruits unto God and unto the Lamb. And in their mouth was found no guile, for they are without fault before the throne of God. And that are we are working on. Why you come to church? We're working on it. We want to be in this uh, 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 multitude of this. These are they which are not defiled. And in their mouth was found no guile, for they are without fault before the throne of God. And I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth, and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory. Hallelujah. Give glory unto him, for the hour of the judgment is come, and worship him that made heaven and earth and the sea and the fountains of waters. And there follow another angel saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen. That great city because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Have, we have no part of that. And the third angel followed them saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast and his image and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation, and he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. Talking about mingle with fire. Amen. But we want to be washed. We want God, Jesus Christ, by his blood, wash us by our sin. Amen. So that when we come to the sea of glass, there's nothing that the enemy can, you know, mingle with fire. But those fire will not burn up, burn us up, but it will cleanse us. Amen. And the smoke of their torment ascended up forever and ever, and they have no rest day and night who worship the beast and his image and whosoever received the mark of his image. So they, if we, day and night, they rest not day and night, Worshipping, saying holy and holy. There's going to be there some group that they said this, this, that tormented day and night. No rest. See that separation? You see that group? Stairs and those stairs shall be burned, uh, bundled in, uh, in, I think it was in Matthew 13, the same thing. 13. That the tears will be bundled to, 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 to be burned. The same spirit. Amen. Let him be filthy still. Our sorcerers and homeowners. Yes. Amen. Yes. Very confused. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. Mm -hmm. By the Spirit of God, they are. Amen. Yes. So, and, and you know, I was reading this, and it's just like, 
praise God. So you don't have, and then he said in verse 12, here is the patient of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God, the faith of Jesus. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, right, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. You said the spirit that they may rest from their labors and their works do follow them. And then, of course, just continue. And this is a, a very uh, awesome book. It gives you the separation between the pears and the wheat. Amen. So praise God. We just have to stay in our lane and worship God and stay in his commandment. Amen. So God bless you, saints. Praise God. And I'm so excited to hear for more of God tonight. So at this time, I just want to call Sister Obidaya to come up here and say something. Bless you all and good evening. Yes. Powerful messages. Always. Always. Saying with a loud voice, fear God and give glory to him. For the hour of his judgment is to come. The judgment individually to each one of us. And um, Friday was really good. And I thank the Lord for giving the proper ministry for his true word that is supposed to be given to us. And right how pastor says that right now the church is dry. And if we don't stand strong like the branches out there, we can break. <laughs> um, Matthew, I want to go to Matthew 13 because it was good. I mean, yes, and it is so very true that um, reading it is just, you can't understand it unless it is broken down, explained. And so I did as well, went back and I read it all. And um, now understanding just that one parable, how it was broken down, you can go back and you can understand the other parables that were given. And um, I liked what the girls Said, I mean, that is really honest and truthful, and um, it's what is being taught to us. Uh, because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. For whosoever has to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever had not from him shall be taken away, even that he had. Um. It's like how in um, Revelations, the judgment, you're going to individually be judged. You can't, it's like how right now there's um, false, falseness, false prophets. Right now, yes, the, dry, the, the church is dry right now. And if we don't stay in the word that is given to us right now, we, we don't grow. Yes, we dry up, we die. So there are others out there that know this, and they want to give us the falseness. They want to, and um, I want to go to Proverbs 17. Um, 
Proverbs 17, 4, where it says, A wicked doer giveth heed to false lips, and a liar giveth ear to a naughty tongue. Proverbs 17, I was reading it pretty much all, and I'll go into it a little bit more, but I, it's not just condemning the person that is the false prophet, but it's also the hearer, the one that's hearing it. So when you go into judgment and you, uh, you, keep, you continue in that falseness, you will be judged in that falseness. You will not go through. How do I want to explain myself? Um, let's see. There was another part, too. Um, it was in, um, a wise servant shall have rule over a son that causes shame. No. And um, shall have part of inheritance among the brethren. The finding pot is for silver and the furnace for gold, but the Lord tried the hearts. A wicked doer give it heed, false lips, and a liar give it ear to a naughty tongue. Whoso mocketh the poor reproached his maker, and he that is glad at calamities shall not be unpunished. Gosh, where is it? Um, Let me see. He loveth transgression that loveth strife, and he that ex- exalted his gate seeketh destruction. There's also another one also where it says it, um, uh, the strifeness, where um, do you want to be poor? Like Pastor says, we are a small church, but we have more abundance in the word of God. We have more. It's a tree that is giving the, fir- the good fruits rather than a tree that is just going to give you the rot, the rottenness of that fruit. Um, let me see here. The beginning of strife is as when one let it out water. There are leave of contention before it be meddled with. He that justified the wicked and he that condemned the just, even they both are ab- abomination to the Lord. That's, um, yes, that's just when you continue with those ones that are speaking not the truth, when they want to uh, praise themselves, when they want to boast themselves, and you continue listening to that. Justify the wicked and he that condemned the just. Even they both are abomination to the Lord. A friend loveth at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. A man void of understanding striketh hands, and becoming surely in the presence. He loveth transgression that Love strife, and he that exalted his gate seeketh destruction. He that had a forward heart findeth no good, and he that had a perverse tongue falleth into mischief. It's like Pastor saying, we may not see that we are speaking the wrong. How can I put it in you know nicer words? Um, but. And I want to go back to Matthew because, I mean, it's just, it's sometimes when I'm just sitting there and I'm listening to what a pastor is saying now, I understand to where I didn't before. I was blind. I was blinded in everything that was given to me. So when someone does come up and and destroys what is what I want to learn, it bothers me. (laughs) Let me get back to Matthew. I'm trying to. Therefore speak I to them in parables. No, that's not. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. 
For verily I say unto you that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which ye see, and have not seen them, and to hear those things which you hear, and have not heard them. Hear ye therefore the parables of the sower. Also, where uh, the seeds are being thrown, and they fall on good grounds, and they will grow. Some will grow good, some will grow crooked. I do want to be the wheat that is put in the barn. I'm sorry. I it, This is not the way I wanted to to share. I'm just scrambled all over, but it's just that what so much is being given to me. And yes, I do thank the Lord for a pastor that is giving the right word. And yes, I will take any chastening that is given to me to be able to grow in the right path of righteousness. Thank you. Amen. Yes, Friday was Friday was amazing, and um, we we went over a lot, a whole lot. Pastor covered covered Matthew 13. He taught that was our homework, and we also went over uh, Colossians, Colossians chapter 13. I think it's chapter one. So, please turn to Colossians one, verse 13. It talks about, um, amen. It says, so verse 13 says, Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness? And Pastor repeated that about a hundred times. And I didn't understand at the first couple times, but then he kept saying it, saying it, and saying it. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us? So Pastor broke down what translated means. To, to, to change, uh, from kingdom from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light, translation, and it was eye-opening to me because Pastor always uh, also went to Acts 26, talking about what Paul's duty was. His duty was to open our eyes, open the eyes of the of the church, and. It just came up on, it came up in my mind. I'm, I'm just trying to fathom, trying to grip everything that I can, trying to retain all the knowledge that I learned, that we learned. And honestly, I, I'm still, I, I'm working on myself. Um, I'm still, I'm building, I'm building, I'm still continue building on, on Christ, our rock. And in uh, Matthew 13, we'll go back there. And being a being a, a wheat, I didn't understand it as well. The parables, the kind of 
you kind of have to have a pastor. I mean, you have to have a pastor break it down, break down these parables to make you understand. So we're reading through. I'm like, what, what does I don't even, I didn't even know what a tarot was because I'm not really into farming. But being a terror, you don't want to be a terror. I'm like, terror is terrible. So terrible. Terror is terrible. And then we were talking about terror, being a terror or a wheat. Yes. So we also talk about the, the reapers. And then I read over, I read more down into to verse 39 in chapter 13. It says, the enemy that sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the, the world and the reapers are the angels. As therefore the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so, sh- so shall it be in the end of this world. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all the things that offend, and then which do iniquity. And that's what we're going through right now. We're going through perilous times, like my wife stated this morning. And I'm trying to gather everything. I got a whole bunch of notes right here. But... So Pastor also went over the only way that we can be exempted from 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 the uh, from the bundle of tares is repentance. Repentance with changing changing that it's that translation, but we can't do it on our own. We need we need we need God to do that. God changes us, and I'm continually trying to to work on myself and and you know. Pray, pray every day and night. But uh, yeah, that's that's all I have today, Saints. You know, to be a wheat, to be strong, to be rooted, the rooted wheats, and to be in that bundle that's thrown into the barn. And that's all I have. God bless you, Saints. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. So, song, but I want to go to the Word tonight. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah, Friday night was an awesome night. It's like, it's been a while that we sat down to do the Bible study, and we missed it. And, uh, yeah, everyone has said a lot, and I still want to go back to Colossians too, like, brother, Brother Leka and Pastor had said this a hundred times. We, we, we even you know tried to memorize it, but he he kept coming back, and every time that he comes back to this to this verse and this chapter, this Colossians, we always get something that's just you know that that pops up. It opens the mystery for all of us. So anyway, I want to go back there again, verse 13, chapter 1, verse 13. It says there, Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness? And Pastor repeatedly said that really there is a power. There's a power that we know. And we have to be delivered 
from the power of darkness. It's not only like when we were sinners. It's not that point, but to the deeper, deeper meaning or deeper when you open your eyes of understanding. When God opens our eyes of understanding, there's more to that. Not only when you were sinful, but this pertains to the power of darkness that is around us and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. In Acts 26, I want to get that too, Brother Leka, because I went back there. <laughs> I went back there that night. Acts chapter 26. Where am I? Acts chapter 26. Verse 18. Or let's see. And this is so good. This is this is awesome. Verse 16 it says there. But rise and stand upon thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness both of these things which thou hast seen and of those things in which I will appear unto thee, delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles unto whom now I send thee. Verse 18, it says, To open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan. Here, he is specifically mentioned, it's the power of Satan, and that's the power of darkness. From, from the power of Satan, from the power of the enemy, unto God. That's the time when we are being translated from that power unto God, that we may, thank you Jesus, Take note of this, that we may receive, that I may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith. Just by faith. And that's why God is still working on us. That's why, God, we have a ministry. That's why, God, we, we have the word because we need the faith. To grow in us. Whereupon, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision, but showed first unto them of Damascus and at Jerusalem and throughout all the coast of Judea and to the Gentiles that they should repent. Pastor was saying about that repentance is the key and turn to God and do works for. Repentance. For these causes, the Jews caught me in the temple and went about to kill me. They had the plot. Having therefore obtained the help of God, which is only our greatest help, the help of God. That's why we run to him. We run to him because he is the strong tower. I continue unto the day, witnessing both to small and great, saying none other things than those which the prophet and Moses did say should come. And last, let me just end in here, that Christ should suffer, that he should be the first that should rise from the dead and should show light. I like that part. That Christ should suffer. Yes, he suffered for us. That he should be the first that should rise from the dead and should show light unto the people 
in unto the Gentiles. So we thank God. We thank God for the word. So we thank God that we have been delivered from the power of darkness. Whatever darkness we've been through, he has delivered us from darkness and turned us into, like I remember the song, and turned us into his marvelous light. And, you know, um, in him we live and move and have our being. And, you know, when in him we live, from there, the power of darkness, we've been translated from there to the power of God by the Holy Spirit and through His Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So thank you, saints, and God bless you all tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. It's loud. <laughs> My voice is loud again. So glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you,
And the hopes for life's best Were the hopes that I have Deep down in my heart But my dreams turned to ashes My castle the crumbled My fortune turned to love So I wrapped it all In the wrecks of my life And laid it on the cross For he made something beautiful Something good Praise God, it's time for us. Praise God, it's time for us to hear more about the Word of God. And let's welcome our dear pastor, Dr. Harold Uerberg. Praise God, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Is everybody happy tonight? Praise God. Is everybody really happy tonight? <clears throat> I tell you, we've had a good day, very good day. And uh, these scriptures that these saints are coming up with, Proverbs 7, 17 chapter, was that you were in 17 chapter of Proverbs? That, they were so awesome. I need to go back and Read Proverbs again. There's so much, so much to learn from the Bible. And <clears throat> I like a church that stays in the scriptures. See, when you get up, you shouldn't be talking about anybody's uh, problem, business. Mind, you have to mind your own business and stay in the word of God. See, that's what a testimony is. You quote the scriptures like, We've been doing here and we want to be a Bible church. You understand what? What I mean by the Bible. We 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 lean on the Word of God. And we take the Word of God as a refuge. We hide ourselves in the Word of God. Remember that. We give ourselves fully to the Word of God. Remember that what I said. 
To be in the first resurrection, to be in the kingdom of God, you have to give yourself fully to the word of God. Nobody but Jesus. If, if you have idols in your heart, you never be. You never be in the first resurrection. And these uh, uh, saints were talking about the reapers. We heard that today, the reapers. We had that in our Friday night Bible study. Uh, in Matthew 13, that was powerful, the reapers. And, um, you know, uh, uh, I'm almost tempted to go there a little bit. And the reapers, because they've done such a good job uh, Friday night, and I don't think I can do any better or even come close to what Sister Marina and Katiana and all you have done. <clears throat> but um, it's awesome, the parable of Jesus, because these parables, there's no way you can understand Revelation, uh, the book of Revelation, without, <clears throat> or even in prophecies, without understanding the parables. There's, uh, there's, <clears throat> sorry, hidden truths that are in the parables, and what um, Jesus was not just, <clears throat> excuse me, Jesus was not just telling stories or, you know, these are really life experience, things that happen that Jesus knew how to put them in, in parables. And uh, he, he brings it on simple terms that, that we can understand like farming and all these uh, uh, stones. We know what stones and seeds and wayside soil treasures in a field. You understand how Jesus break these things down for us that we will <clears throat> we will understand. And I think I'll just read we just go through, just read it. And okay, is that okay with you all? And uh, in the future we'll take up a study, a more advanced study, because it's uh fifty something verses in it, but Sunday night, let's just um can we all just read through this here? A bit can see what what's there. The same day went Jesus out of the house and sat by the seaside, and that's just like Jesus, isn't it? He loves nature. He loves the ocean. He loves to uh, <clears throat> go to the mountains. He he would rise up early in the morning, sometimes possible three, maybe four, the latest, and go to the mountain. So. Uh, Jesus would go there and pray. He would pray sometimes all night. And in the morning, he would, he would come down from the mountains and he would work great miracles. But he would uh, wake up very, rise up. Now, if Jesus had to pray, what about us? And uh, I, I heard someone say that uh, if you just spent, uh, if you just spend a couple of minutes praying, uh, how how much uh, how long would you spend to cast a demon out? See, he would spirit to know you. They know if you're if you're praying, if you're seeking God, and uh, they're not going to move. They're very stubborn unless you have the Word of God, unless you have the anointing, the Spirit of God. See, and you cannot get delivered from an evil spirit unless you repent. You have to repent, okay? A person that's taken by an evil spirit has got to repent. Okay? You acknowledge your sins. 
and you ask God to, to forgive you. And then the same day went Jesus out of the house and sat by the seaside. And great multitudes were gathered together unto him. See how the Spirit draw them? So that he went into a, a ship. Then he sat, and the whole multitude stood on the shore. You can use your imagination. Here was Jesus sitting in a boat a little ways offshore, and the multitudes. And uh, he had a voice. He didn't need a PA system, but they could hear him. And uh, he began his message. He wasn't reading from a book or paper, but he was under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And he spake many things unto them in parables. Wouldn't you love to have been there? Hmm? Listening to Jesus? Wouldn't you? And many things in parables. Saying. But we're glad that, that Matthew recorded. And other, other writers record. Aren't you glad for Luke that record uh, Paul, Paul, Paul's travel. And even um, uh, the book of Jude. Mark re record the book of Mark. Mark was a. Was he a nephew of Simon Peter? And he read uh, Mark, John Mark, they called him. And uh, he says that here. And he spake many things unto them in parables. Now, a parable is a hurtly story. It's a hurtly story with a heavenly meaning. Did you get that? It's earthly story, but it has a heavenly meaning. So, so you have to pay attention and and the Holy Spirit has to uh, reveal it to you. And he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went out to, to sow. Everybody knows that. You sit in the farm. You, you don't uh, sow until the field, the field is plowed. Okay, For you to sow, that means the field is plowed. Somebody plowed it. Now Jesus went out to sow. Okay? He was a sower. He went out to sow. But remember, before Jesus Christ came, the, the field was plowed. Who was plowing it? The prophets. Isaiah plowed it. Jeremiah plowed the field. The field is the world. Okay? He's coming back at the second advent. Okay? Uh, uh, the dis uh, when he went away, before he went away, the disciples for how long they plowed the field. The, uh, uh, those that uh, came through the, um, uh, 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 the, we call it dark period or so, they were plowing. You know, uh, Martin Luther was a plower, was a plowman, one that goes in then plow the field. And the, what is the field? The world. Not the world out there, but the world in your heart. So when you sit in there, a pastor is plowing you. With the word of God. He's plowing you. And preparing your heart. For, for, for the sowing of the seed. If you've never been plowed. You'll never produce a crop. Somebody say nobody's going to talk to me like that. Well you'll never produce a crop. Someone has to plow you. Okay just like you plow the field. You, you drive through and see them getting the field ready. If they don't plow the field. There's not going to be a crop. Just go out there and sow the seeds. Nothing will happen. But he prepares the soil. And that's what the gospel does. See, a uh, pastor is a plowman. The ministry is a plow. They're plowmen uh, that God has raised up. 
and he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went out, uh, went forth to sow. Now that sower, in this case, was Jesus Christ. Now, uh, he said, And when he sowed, some seed, notice, some seeds fell by the wayside. And what happened to those seeds that fall by the wayside? Read it. The fowls came down and devoured them. Fowls would be, in this case, demonic forces. See, if fall by the wayside, demonic forces will uh, devour the word out of your heart. Satan will catch it. Okay, verse uh, 5 says, Some fell upon stony ground. That's the, and this is, this is all the condition of the heart. Okay, your heart can be stony. You cannot sow anything in stones, can you? And some fell uh, uh, upon stony places where there had not, notice, there was not much soil there. John, you do, you plant flowers so you know. If it's stony, don't you have to get the stones out? Otherwise the seeds will not, uh, uh, the plants will not grow much because the stones hinder the root from penetrating into the soil where it gets its nourishment. The same thing for your, your heart, the word, if it's stony. And forthwith, notice, they sprung up real quick. You ever see someone come and got saved and happy and excited and going on for a little while? Huh? Quickly and fire and love God and all that. That if you're not careful, you, you're deceived by it. But after a few and a short while, you just see them bending over, drawing back. What's going on in there? See, because the seed did not go down deep. There was not enough plowing. There was not enough taking out of those stones out of their lives. So the seed would not go down because it had no hurt. See? It had not much earth. And forthwith, they sprung up real quick. They were coming up, but not sending down their roots. See, you've got to look at a person that they have to be grounded. He shall be like a tree. Planted. See, you have to be planted. That's what a ministry does. He plants you. And if no minister has ever planted you, then you're in trouble. See, you'll be rooted up. He says that, and forthwith they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth. See, they, they didn't have enough of the depth of the word of God. They did not go down into the Holy Spirit deep enough. And forthwith, they sprung up. But what's going to happen? Let's read on. And when they had, because they had no deepness, when the sun was up, that's persecution, sufferings, trials, review, correction. See, are things not going their way? What happened? And when the sun was up, they were scorched. Oh, look at them, just burning up. See, scorching. And because they had no root, they withered away. They just dry up. Why? Because they had no depth. Because they're, you see, they, they were looking for the praises of men. Look at me, at attention from people. But no, no, your life support is in the soil, how deep you go. Remember that. You've got to read the word of God. It's not how, how tall you get on the surface. 
He's not what you look good before men. But in your secret place, are you really growing down in God? Are you digging into Christ? Amen. Are you sinking your roots into Jesus Christ? Otherwise, you look good, look on the outside, you know. People look and say, oh, isn't that a beautiful brother? What a good preacher that sister is or whatever, you know, singer. But there's no depth. When, when persecution comes, one little problem, they can't take it. They begin to think about leaving the church or going back. See, they have no depth. Amen? And because they had no root, they withered away. That's, they just stayed away. They withered away. Verse 7 says, And some, look at that. Notice that they were not planted. They just fell. And a lot of people, they're not planted. They just come to church. But nobody has ever planted them in Christ. Okay? And some fell among thorns. And the thorns sprung up. Look, see what sprung up? They fell among thorns. Your company. You got to watch the company. Thorny company that you keep. You're always in a thorny company. Uh, people that doesn't like the church, doesn't like God. You're always in that, and you're attracted to that group. That's thorns. And what's going to happen? They're going to get taller than you, overshadow you, and choke you to death. In other words, they're going to put a stranglehold on you, on your life, okay, on your neck. They're going to choke you. The, that's what the Bible says. You fall among thorns. So you've got to avoid the thorns. Amen. You've got to watch where you're going, who you fellowship with. Some uh, fell among thorns. And what does the thorn do? The thorns choke them. Uh, they, and it's the, the, the thorns sprung up and override them. The, 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 the thorns are stronger and black them from growing, overshadow them and choke them. You know, put a chokehold and squeeze them. Now when you're being choked, what happens? You're going to die. You can't breathe. Cut off your life. The breath of Christ. The life. This this is awesome right here. See? And he choked them and you die spiritually. You keep that company. The Lord is saying, don't keep those company. You'll die. And uh, the next one says, but others fell. Here, here's what now. But others. Others. Here's safety. But others fell into good ground. And because of the good ground, the soil, the soil is very important. Where you're putting your feet is very important. Where you're walking, who you're fellowshipping with is very important. And brought forth fruit. What? And brought forth fruit. Some an hundredfold. Wow. Some sixtyfold. Wow. And some 34, 30, I mean 34, and that's also a blessing. You understand what the Lord is? Uh, God doesn't expect everybody to produce. So there's no competition. You see, there's some that they're uh, they a one-talent person, five-talent person, ten-talent person. But whether uh, you're one-talent person doesn't matter because God only expects that from you. Okay? You're one-talent person. God doesn't expect, if you're not a singer, you're not a preacher, God doesn't expect you from, from, from you. 
what, what, uh, what God gives you, your gift, that's what God expects. That you go out and invest it. Amen. For the kingdom of God. Then he says, who had an ears to hear? All right, now, this is what God has to create this. Because he's not talking about these two little things right here. It's your ears of your understanding. Your eyes of your understanding. And if you have one, let him hear. He that hath an ear to hear, let him hear what? Hear the word of God. See, because that's uh, 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 what he's saying is that it's a different uh, world dimension than the one you were born in. See, you have to have ears to understand and hear what God is saying and eyes to see. Otherwise, you'll never see it. you never see that. You'll just look and, I don't see that. You sit out there and you're wondering, how come they're all happy? I can't see nothing. You have not got eyes to see. So you have to pray and say, oh God, open my eyes. Uh, touch my heart that I may, may see and hear. Okay? Verse 10. And the disciples came. You know, you saw the disciples always come and ask him to explain. I like that. Uh, and said unto him, why speakest thou unto them in parables? They asked the question, why do you speak to them in parables? Because they, Jesus was preaching and they didn't understand what he was saying. Because he was hiding the word from them. Because uh, it was not given to them to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. So when the disciples said, why do you speak unto them in parables? Verse 11. He answered and said unto them, notice the answer, pay attention to this. Because it is not given unto, no, because it is given unto you to know the mysteries, see online mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. So here, to you it's given. He said to the disciples, to you it's given. It has to be given to you by who? By God from before the foundation of the world. Uh, he answered and said unto them, Because I'm speaking in parables to them, because it's not given to them to understand what I'm saying. Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Praise the Lord. But to them, it is not given to them to know that. That means they're, gonna, they're not going to know. So you mean that some is given and some is not given? That's what the Bible says. Now, you've got to check and find out. Am I one that's given? And if you're understanding the word of God and love the word of God and sitting here and hearing the word of God because something is given to you. But if you're not hearing the word of God and you're not understanding the word of God, you need to pray and say, God, how come I'm not hearing the word of God? Because you can hear, but you don't understand. See, it blocks you, the enemy... That spirit of darkness as we're talking in Colossians and in Acts 26. It blocks your mind. And Satan come and take the word. As we go further you'll find out. The devil takes the word from you. He catches the word. You can sit right there. And before the word comes to you the devil gets it. And uh, verse uh, 12 is it now? For whosoever and to him shall be given. And he shall have more abundance. But whosoever at not from him shall be taken away even that he had. He had. Now this is very, I mean, this is a kind of a 
uh, technical words. Because the one that has, is going to be given more. Fine? And the ones that don't have, don't have, you don't have ear to hear, eyes to see, the ability to hear the word of God. And although you don't have it, what's going to happen? He's going to take away from you what you don't have. Come on. How are you going to take away something from somebody? If I don't have a dollar, how are you going to take it away from me? See? Um, they used to have a game. Where if you go over and make, you're going to minus. Am I right? You're in the minus. Smart enough, right? You're going to the minus. That means you didn't have it, but you created debt, so you're now in minus. So you have to come back up and level off zero before you can go up. But you're below zero. You're minus. You're in the minus. So the Lord's saying that you're already in the minus. Right? Tell me from where. But now, you're going to go deeper. You don't have it. But it's going to be taken away from you. What you don't have. And I saw the game that they were in the minus and when they come up to zero, they have to pay back whatever. The Lord takes away from you what you don't have. Okay? So you don't have the word of God. And he takes the word of God from you. Okay? He that has will be given more. And he that has not from him Oh, you don't get away from him shall be taken away. So, oh, I don't, I don't have time to read the Bible. So even that's going to be taken away. You hold God and he's going to charge you for it and it's going to be taken away from you. Nobody gets away with anything. I stay home and I read my Bible for how long? We're all heading to the judgment. And, well, I don't think, if I don't know it, the Lord won't judge me. Yes, he will judge you. Although you don't know it and demand you to pay for what you don't have. Or what you don't know. Whosoever add. To him. Shall be given. That's powerful. So the more you accomplish. And know the word of God. What's going to happen? More will be added to you. And he shall have more abundance. But. Look at the word but now. Whosoever. Act not. From him. Shall be taken away even that he had not. Yeah. Oh, only God can do that. God can take it away from you. God is a winner. Verse 13 says, Therefore speak I to them in parables. All right, remember, remember now, they didn't have it, right? That, that scripture was being fulfilled right there. They didn't have it. But why are you speaking to them in parables? Because it's not given them to know the mysteries of the kingdom. So what's going on? So I'm already taking it away from them. Are you following me? I'm not giving it to them because it's not given to them to know. So it's not given to them to know. So I'm already taking away from them what is not given to them. But to you who is given, I'm giving you more. Therefore speak I to them in parable because they seen 
see not. And hearing, they hear not. Neither do they understand. Wow, what a place to be in. You don't see, you don't hear. You don't understand. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. Which said, by hearing, you shall hear and shall not understand. And seeing ye shall see and shall not perceive. That's uh, You can find that in Isaiah. Chapter. Chapter 6. And verse 9. You can find that over there. Look, Mark that and look at it later. For this people's heart is waxed gross. That's the heart. And the hearers are dull of hearing. So your heart, your hearing, your sight. And their eyes... They have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes, see the gospel, see the word of God, hear with their ears, and should understand with their hearts, and should be converted, and I should heal them of that blindness. He sent Paul to open the eyes of the Gentiles, to heal them of the blindness, darkness, and to turn them away from the powers of darkness, the power of Satan. That's what the church is. That's what this church is doing for you. You sit right there and you're getting your eyes open. You don't have this church. You find a church that's going to open your eyes. Otherwise you'll be blind. You got to have a church that's opening your eyes. You can't do it for yourself. You got to be in fellowship and obedience to a church. That's what it's a church. Is the uh, institution. That God placed in the earth for our salvation. Okay, so verse uh, 16. Boy. But blessed are your eyes. See, you have blessed eyes. What do you need to hear to see? Blessed eyes. For they see. And what do you need to hear? Blessed ears. For they hear. For verily, which means truly. When you see that word verily means truly. I say unto you that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which ye see. And have not seen them. And to hear those things. Which ye hear. And have not heard them. Next verse. Hear he therefore. The parables of the sower. Now he's going to go over now. And interpret. Okay. You follow? So. Jesus put it out there straight. But now he's going to go back. And break it down. Okay. So they'll understand more. That's what a pastor does. Okay, he breaks it down. He doesn't have to jump on the benches. and There's time for that. Revival, spirit. But pastor gets up here. I don't have to run and jump on the benches. Because I'm planting seeds. I'm farming. When the farmer runs, he doesn't run all over the field when he put the seeds in. He just go by a row and put it in. That's what we're doing right now. We're planting seeds in your heart. We're planting seeds in your spirit. And when you get out, you say, oh my God. And you go home. And remember tomorrow you got to water the seed. And when uh, till you, get, you have to water it. You're the water boy. You water the seeds. Right? What you heard over the weekend. If you just close your Bible and put it away. And get caught up with something else. Those seeds will dry. But you have to water it. So here he therefore the parables of the sower. Verse 19. Let's, let's read. When anyone hear it, the word of the kingdom. And understand that it not. They don't understand. See the important is to understand. Then come at the wicked one. 
When who? The wicked one. Who is the wicked one? Satan. So there's a wicked one that's going to come to you after you hear the word, but you don't understand it. And uh, come at the wicked one. And what is he going to do? And take the word of God from you. And catch it away that which was sown in your heart. It's going to get it out. You know where he comes? He can come with your neighbor. Another church person. Most likely it's a church person. Now that we call them brothers and sisters. They get on the phone. What are they there for? They're, they're, they're here to catch the word from you. And because you don't understand and digest the word. That was sown in your heart. They take it out. They, they spin you. And lie to you. And tell you something. You, you believe that word? Huh? I know more about you. I know about the word of God than you know. You ought to come over and let me talk to you. And you begin to believe that. Why? You're giving place to the devil. And you're opening up your... This is for real. It's your eternal life. It's not a joke. This is not a joke. You don't play with your eternal life. Eternal life, that means without you're lost forever. You, you've gone to the second death, the lake of fire, forever by yourself. Amen. The second death, the lake of fire, it's there. And you reject the word of God, you'll be there. It's only two places, the kingdom or the second death. And we make that choice. Or you can let somebody take it away from you. The Bible said, let no one take your crown. And when one heareth the word of the kingdom and understand it not, it's very important to understand the word of God. Then come at the wicked one and catch it away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which receiveth seed by the wayside. Remember the wayside? Wayside saw. The next verse says, But he that receiveth seed, now we're going to be into stony place, the same is he that heareth the word and anon with joy. Receive it. You know, oh, praise the Lord, brother. Thank God I'm going to come to church. Woo, my, 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 and excited. For how long? Give them time. For how long? But he that, next verse, is it? Yet, at he not notice root in himself. The root didn't go down far enough, but dure it for a while, a little while, a few months, maybe, maybe a few years, but they are for sure they're going to leave. They're not going to make it to the finish line. For when tribulation, notice, or persecution arises because of the word, by and by, they're offended. That's it. They're offended at the pastor. Offended at the church. And you don't even know what they're offended over. But I'm offended. And that offense is enough to make me not come to church. By and by. You see that? You're offended. Why? Oh well something is going on that I don't like. I don't like the treat. Oh they treat uh, that person. And all oh, what's going. You see it? And you're offended. That's what the Bible says. What, what caused that? Because the seed was it didn't go deep enough, right? When tribulation rise up, the roots didn't go down. Persecution. And so what happened? You got offended. 22. 
He also that receives seed among thorns. Is he that heareth the word and the cares of this world. Two jobs, three jobs, four jobs. What more? Never satisfied. Huh? And so on. The cares of this world. And the deceitfulness of riches. It's trickier. Or you can get rich if you have three jobs. Huh? It's called deceitfulness of riches. Choke the world. It's not uh, too many things are. You take too many things. You're going through too many fences. And he become it unfruitful. Never produce anything. You grow but you can't get high enough and see enough sunlight to bring forth anything. Next verse. But he that receiveth seed into good, into good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit and bringeth forth some, remember, hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. And not that he goes on, it was a whole bunch of parables he's giving. And I might not give you all tonight because it's quite a bit. Maybe Wednesday. But notice another parable put he forth unto them. He made sure that they got the first one. You got it, didn't you? So he went to another parable, put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. Do you know who that man was? Jesus Christ. When he came 2,000 years ago, the field, okay, that he sowed it in was the upper room. 120, that church that he started it on the day of Pentecost, he sowed good seed. And that upper room church had the good seed until Jude tells you, and godly men crept in unawares. Well, this Bible is wonderful. Are you, you following all it being explained to you? You get the word of God in your heart. Nobody takes the word of God away from you. He said he gave them another proverb, but he was telling, said, the kingdom of heaven is likened to a man which sowed good seed in his field. That's Jesus Christ. But notice, by the time you reach Laodicean, he was not even in his own church. He was on the outside knocking. Because the, the church got rich and riches choked it. We just, we just read that. See the parables? You see begin to fit the parables now? See, talk about the, uh, the cares of riches. What does it do? Choke the word. What does the Laodicean say? We're rich and increasing goods and we have need of nothing. But they needed Christ. Amen? 25 says, But while men slept, ah, oh, when men slept, doesn't mean you go upstairs and sleep, doesn't mean that you go home and sleep. It's sleeping in the church. You lost it. Sleeping towards this. This book is closed. The prophets are gone blind. The preachers are blind. The saints sleep spiritually. In other words, they're dead. Remember? I kill your children with death. They're dead. Sleep, death. While men sleep, what happened? The devil doesn't sleep. An enemy. When men are sleeping, 
No discerning. Doesn't know the devil worth. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tears among the wheat and went his way. Do you know you get the wheat? I mean the tears? When Christ came and at the day of Pentecost, it was totally wheat. That field, the church that was sowed in the upper room, was a total wheat field. There was no tears there. The tears that went out and on himself. But there's no tears there. But by the time you reach Ephesus, they left their first love. By the time you go to other day, well, look what they had. He even so entire Thyrah had Jezebel. They had all kind of thing that went in. Balaam. Could, could you produce anything with Balaam in it? Could you produce anything with Jezebel in it? You get, you get what goes on in churches? You understand where you... The church didn't just start 20 years ago. It's been 2,000 years ago. And men lost it. Preachers lost it. You don't hear these things. Unless you come to faith mission if you're right in ministry. You're lucky. The churches went to sleep. And the churches never send the roots down because there was not enough soil. They didn't plow the field. Somebody come in and accept Christ. And before you know it, a few weeks they're out on the mission field preaching. They haven't got, not got enough hurt or soil. Let me go on. But while men slept. That's why we try to wake this church up. If you awake thou that sleepest. While men slept. Why did Paul have to call him to awake? Because they were sleeping. Awake thou that sleepest. And arise from the dead. Christ will give you light. Wake up and serve God and love God. That's what this church needs to do. You're taking chances when you're, when you're sleeping. But while men slept his enemy. Came and sowed. Tears among the wheat. And then he just went his way. Very, very secretly. You know, he's coming and he does the damage. He sows it and he's gone. It will come up. It will come up. The devil is a sly old devil. But when the blades were sprung up, notice, and brought forth fruits, then, notice, late, isn't it? Then appeared. The tears also. They all look alike. They all look alike. The, the tears look like the wheat. It's hard to discern. You have to have a discerning. Otherwise you'll root up the wheat. And think it's a tears. And you'll leave the tears. And think it's wheat. That's why you don't know who's right or who's wrong. You take a pastoral ministry discerning. Not the congregation. A pastoral ministry. If the congregation knows how to discern and the pastor doesn't know, that's not a church. That's not a church. If you're going to make it in the kingdom, you've got to submit to the word of God. God is not going to take rebellion. He's at 6,000 years or more. But when the blades were sprung up and brought forth fruits, then, look at that, by the fruits you shall know them. Then appeared also, appeared the tears. So, 
the servants of the household. Verse 27. Verse 27 says, So the servants of the household came and said unto him, Sir, that's the Lord, sir. Didst not thou uh, sow good seed in thy field? Yes, when? When did he sow the good seed? Tell me. The day of Pentecost. In the upper room, that little church up there was good seed. <laughs> right? Sir, did not thou sow good seed in thy field? The field. The world, the heart. That's the world of the saints. From whence then at your tears? Where did the tears come from? Listen to what he, what he said. And he said unto them, 28. And he said unto them, an enemy, verse, and he said unto them, an enemy, Adonis, who is this enemy? Satan. Satan goes around deceiving. So Satan comes to the church and he sows seeds. Oh no, he did not. Yes, he did. The servant said unto him, Wilt thou then that we go and gather them up? But he said, Nay. Lest while you gather up the tears. See they were not qualified. And it was not time yet. You root up also. The wheat. With them. You're going to pull up and try to. But you don't know enough. You're not skillful enough yet. You're going to, you're going to make a mistake. And you're going to destroy the wheat. And you might destroy all the wheat. And leave the tears. So you have to be qualified. 30. But oh, look at that. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, what a good God. What a good God. Did you know you can be in the worst place and it doesn't rub off on you? You're not influenced by it? Huh? You can live in a home where everybody's at you. And you don't. Because you're grounded in the word of God. What they do doesn't bother you because you know you're not going to do it. Where they go to church, you're not going to go because you already found the body of Christ. You found the church. Amen. That can make you ready for the first resurrection, the message that's changing you. Amen. You found a church that's changing you. The church has got to change you. Let both grow together until the harvest. There's an harvest coming. When is the harvest? That's when what you are reading tonight. We'll get into Revelations 14. There's an harvest. When the reapers will go. The harvest is the end of the age. I mean the world. Are, are the age, the end of the church age, Gentile age, or, or there's an harvest, a repeat, at the seventh trumpet. We'll get into all that. Let both grow together for when? For how long? You can't get past the harvest. You give trouble in church, there's an harvest. And you want to be reaped as a tear or as a wheat? And in the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, notice God in direct, directing, gather ye together the first, notice, 
Gather ye together first the tears and bind them in bundles to burn them. That means group, put them together. But you ever seen a, the person see the, the, the waste uh, from the wheat or from wherever and they trash it and what do they do? They have bundles. For what? For burning. Trash. That's what that means. The Lord, they said, for the, the scrap heap, the trash heap. Do you want to get into that? That's, it's been very plain. Bind them in bundles. Bind the tears in bundles for burning. Not for the kingdom, but for burning. Where do you want to go? What do you want to be in? It's only two groups. The wheat or the tears. The kingdom or the burning group. It's up to you what you want. It's up to me what I want. But I want to be in the wheat. The gathering. Gather ye together first. Notice, first the tears. He's going to gather out of his kingdom. Make sure and he pick you up. You wonder why? Where's that sister? Where's that brother? They've been gathered. Many times you don't know you've been gathered. Or you might be gathered into a tear field. Because of your heart. The condition of your heart. Am I in the word of God? Oh yeah. God, don't blame me if you never hear these words preached before. What church were you going to? Hmm? But here you sit tonight. Look at you here. Hmm? You stay in this church. And this message will save you. You're going to say to God. God I don't want to be a tear. You're going to examine yourself. Am I a tear or a wheat? By the fruits you shall know them. Okay. I will say to the reapers, gather. Eat to gather. First. The tears. And this time now the reapers are not just the minister. These are angels. You can't escape an angel. Gather eat together first the tears. And bind them in bundles. To burn them. And gather the wheat. Into my kingdom barn. The barn is the kingdom. See that? Yeah. Underline that. The barn is the kingdom. Hallelujah. 31. Another parable. Put ye forth unto them. This totally is a lot of parables saying. The kingdom of heaven is like to a grain of mustard seed. And we had that Wednesday night. I mean Friday night. A grain of mustard seed. Which a man took. And sowed in his field. Look at it, A little grain of mustard seed. The smallest. So you know sometimes. You go to church. It's a small church. It's just a grain of mustard seed. But look what a little mustard seed can do. Oh yes. Look what a little mustard seed is doing. I have more confidence in this church. Than I had for a long time. I don't have to stand here and beg for offering. You just put it in. Because you love God. And you know that. Lights, church goes on. It's your church. And you want the word of God. Amen. There was a little city. And few men in it. Remember, there's no gender with God. So you didn't have to say men and women. Few men in it. God's no respect to a person. And a great king, Satan, came against that city. He couldn't overturn it. You know, you know what that little city was? In our day it's a church. But back there was a garden of Eden. It was a little city. God planted a city. And you know who was there? 
Adam and he. But he said, few men in it. But what the devil didn't see, when he tempted Adam, he didn't see Abraham. He didn't see Noah. He didn't see Enoch. He didn't see Isaiah. He didn't see David. He didn't see Jesus Christ. And he didn't see you and I. A little city. And this great king came against it. And he couldn't overturn it. This is us. Cannot overturn you. Cannot stop you. Cannot stop you from serving God and going forth. And getting this word. And being prepared for the kingdom. The devil. Because God made a way for you. God is greater than all. I'm ready to stop. What about you? Hmm? You, you're in charge. You're, you're driving. What do you say? Pastor stop or pastor go on? Okay. Which indeed is the least. Notice the mustard seed. It's the least of all seeds. Don't worry about your size. But when it is grown. Ah ha ha. It's not over yet. It is the greatest among herbs. And become it a tree so that the birds of the hair come and lodge in the branches thereof. 33. Another, there goes again, another parable. Spake he unto them, the kingdom of heaven is like unto leaven, which a woman took and ate it in three measures of meal till the whole was leaven. All these things spake Jesus unto the multitudes in parables, and without a parable spake he not unto them. Just keep parable, parable, and they keep not understanding. There was there, but they didn't understand. They went to church, but they didn't get it. That it might be fulfilled. No, it was prophesied. It was prophesied. That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet saying. I will open my mouth in what? Parables. And I will utter things. Which have been kept secret from the foundation of the world. It was hidden. A mystery. And look at us tonight. Understanding mysteries of God. 36. Then Jesus sent the multitudes away and went into the house and his disciples came unto him saying. They were back. They were back. Don't, don't that remind you of Obadiah? Come and ask him. She want to know. Pastor, what do you mean by that? Here comes. Declare unto us the parables of the tears and the fields. See, they wanted to know. And that's how you learn. You can't stay home. Got to come back asking. Go back to Jesus. You got to go to the Bible. Do you get that? Put your Bible down. You're not going to learn a thing. And you have to know these things. The devil say you don't have to know it. That's a lie. You have to know it. And you only have this life to know it in. You die without knowing it. You're in trouble. Verse 37. He answered and said unto them. He that soweth the good seed 
Alright, now, see, he's explaining another parable. So if you follow it, it's explained. Itself, the good seed is the son of man. The whole chapter pretty well. The field is the world. Did we get that? The field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom. That means they're going to live in the kingdom of God. Check yourself. You want to be a good seed. But the tears are the children of the wicked one. Now, who is the wicked one? Satan. Do you want to be a child of Satan? Uh, all that, all, all the ones that want to be a child of Satan, will you please raise your hand? Lift your hands up. Come on, somebody. You want to be a child of the devil? Well, how can you stand for the devil? You've got to stand for God. Everybody's got to know you're standing for God. Don't let them know you're not standing for God. Don't leave them in doubt. Who's on the Lord's side? You can't be a little bit quality. You've got to let everybody know you're on the Lord's side. The field is the world. The good seeds are the children of the kingdom. Those are the wheat. But the tears are the children of the wicked one, the devil. Seeds of the devil. The enemy that sowed them is the devil. Who? Who sowed tears? The devil come in and sow his seeds. In the wheat field, that the church that came out of Pentecost, the devil goes in there and sows. False ministers, false prophets, antichrist. The enemy that sow them is the devil. So you can be careful. The devil is a sower. He'll sow things in your heart. The harvest is the end of the world or the age. It's coming up right here. There's an harvest. Revelation 14 also talk about that. And the reapers are the angels. See, I told you before, right? The angels are the reapers. As therefore the tears are gathered, remember we had that lesson? The tears are gathered and burned in the fire, or are they gathered into what? Into bundles. And they burn in fire. So shall it be in the hand of this world. That be said. You understand how it's going to climax? Do you understand that? There's only two things. Your wheat or your tear. You're going to be gathered in the kingdom or gathered for the fire. Which one you want? A, a, a person. And by the company you keep, you gather in bundles. Okay? The company, if you're in a bundle, if you're fighting God, you're going to go in the bundle, the bundle that fight God. That rebel against God. If your tears are going in that bundle, there's no getting away. This is serious. That's why the devil is so busy deceiving people. He want to kill us all. But God forbid that we should let the devil destroy us. Somebody help me. God forbid. I'm not for the devil. I don't even like the devil. I'm a child of God. I am heading for the kingdom. Yes, I am. How do you know? Because I've repented and asked God to forgive me of my sin. 
And that's all I can do is ask him to forgive me and wash me in the blood. We're going to have that lesson unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins. You've got to constantly get a blood washed bath from Jesus Christ. He has to wash you. Amen. He's not trusting the church to wash themselves because they might miss. But he wants to wash you. And make you clean. Let me begin to wind this down. Right? The son of man shall send forth his angels. And they shall gather out of his kingdom. Notice. Nobody escaping it. Out of his kingdom. Even the church at the end of the age. All things that offend. Everything that would offend in the kingdom. They're not going to get in there. You can't just walk up and insult a pastor, a minister. Huh? And you walk and you're going to get away with it? That doesn't even make sense, does it? No. He said, oh no. God, God protects his ministers. God is the judge. He will judge us. Touch not my anointing, you do my prophets any harm. It says here, the son of man shall send forth his angel and they shall gather out of his kingdom. You cannot miss the angel. And an angel has no mercy. I ain't one angel destroy 185,000 in one night, Assyrians. You cannot escape an angel. What about the dead angel that went into Egypt? Could any one of those firstborn escape? Alright. Send for these angels. And they shall, notice, they shall gather out of his kingdom. All things that of him. Alright. You mean gather out of his kingdom? How is that? His kingdom? Because, because at the last trump, the kingdoms of this world now become the kingdoms of our Lord and his Christ. And there's a lot offended. And they're going to go around and pick them out. Amen. And he says, And all things that offend. You give an offense. You cause offense, disturbance in church. And then that do what? Iniquity. That's the mystery of iniquity. That's working behind the pastor, behind the ministry, in secret. That's a mystery of iniquity. That's causing trouble in the church. The church is serious. It's not yours. It's not mine. It's for God. And God's not going to let us get away with anything. God don't respect our person. You might say, well, you're deceived and you think you're going to get away with it. You're not getting away with nothing. We're not getting away with anything. He that is filthy, let him be filthy still. And shall cast them. Look what they're going to do when they gather them. Look where they're going. And shall cast them into a furnace of fire. There. Ah, that's when you There shall be Wailing and gnashing of teeth. 42. I think I'll stop right there. Eh? Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. Who adheres to hear, let him hear what the Spirit said unto the church. And also Merced, let him hear. What your pastor is saying unto you. Receive the offering. Five minutes. Receive the offering.
we'll we'll pick it up uh, when. Wow, hallelujah. Give the Lord a praise clap, saints. That was awesome. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a praise clap for that. Amen. 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 That's right. Because these parables are telling us what's going on, what, what will happen, or what is happening, even now in Revelation. The, these parables opened up our eyes of our understanding that we may see and unlock these mysteries. When well, we know these parables, which are part of the mysteries. Amen. In wonderful words, uh, these parables begin to understand. We need to understand who are we in tares. And we don't know to pluck them up, but we have to have spiritual discerning that we will not take on, that we will not become a tear, but that we know who we are as wheat and what we must do as wheat, amen, in the house of God. And that what Christ has done for his church, that he purchased the church with his own blood and he died for the church and he will, he is coming back for his church. And that we are not to be defiled by the things uh, that the enemy has tried to put in the church. But we stand for righteousness. Amen. And that we are no, we know we are part of that uh, church of the upper room. That was the, the garden of God. And, garden, and Jesus blew upon his garden. And he's still blowing. And we are bearing fruit uh, by this word. And our eyes are uh, being uh, enlightened. And there's a couple of scriptures uh, I know that was uh, that was spoken, but also it pertains to these parables of having understanding that God He will give us eyes to see, um, eyes to see. When Isaiah uh, that chapter that verse 14 in chapter 13 in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which saith, By hearing ye shall hear and shall not understand. And seeing ye shall see and shall not perceive. Um, but God, he said, lest the light of the glorious gospel shine upon them, which is the image of God. And that light has to shine. But how, do God, how does he shine? He shines by the ministry, by the spirit of God. How can we understand unless we have a teacher? How can we uh, understand? And once we understand and the blessing comes to them that readeth and to them that understand. And what are we doing? We're reading and we're understanding uh, the mysteries of Christ. And what is it doing? It is translating us from darkness into his marvelous light. He's translating us by the understanding of the gospel and that uh, the word of God is bringing us out of darkness, um, out of the hand of the enemy and delivering us into his marvelous light through understanding these parables and what the parables is is, is uh, what these parables mean to our lives what these parables mean in um, as the word of God is unfolded as we go back into revelations 
um, and what the gardener mean and that we don't want to be bundled uh, in those uh, in those bundles that will be cast into the fine fire. But we want to be as wheat. We want to be uh, uh, we want to be gathered into the gardener that we may uh, get into the kingdom of God, into the barn. Amen. Which is the kingdom of God and be part of that harvest that Christ is weeping a har- harvest. He's calling out of people for his name. And we're at the end. We're at the last part of that harvest that is being reaped for the uh, for the to be, to be partakers of the first fruits. Amen. And that scripture in uh, Ephesians uh, chapter one, uh, chapter one, verse 17, uh, that the that the God of the Lord of Jesus Christ, of the father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, uh, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the riches of the glory of the inheritance uh, in the saints. And that's what we're receiving, the riches of the glory. But our eyes of our understanding must be enlightened. So it is given to you to know the mysteries that we may take heed of what these mysteries are and what Christ has done and what Paul has done, bringing us out of darkness into the marvelous light for the forgiveness of sins and that our eyes uh, may be open that we understand the inheritance that Christ is bringing us into, into the inheritance of, of God, and that we may become overcomers and to them that overcome, I shall be their God and they shall be my people and they should inherit all things. Amen. And so that's what we're coming into to become overcomers. But we must understand these mysteries, these parables and begin to uh, understand what God is doing in these last days when these books are open or even now the book is open unto us. And that is the book um, of the uh, the revealed will of God and that we must receive this word of God and uh, allow our hearts to continue um, going uh, getting into uh, these 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 beautiful words, these beautiful scriptures. So praise God. There's just so much in here and so much that we received. And so I just thank God for this wonderful message. Amen. And again, going back into the parables again, uh, it just stirred me up to go back to read these parables again. Amen. And just I mean, there's so much in these parables that God is is showing us uh, of what the kingdom will be like and unto and um, that that earthly uh, um uh, uh, understanding, but with with spiritual, um, but we have to see it in, with spiritual eyes first, the natural, then the spiritual, and what Christ is doing is, as He is establishing His kingdom upon the earth. But who are we? Where are we in this? Amen. As the children of God, and so we just thank God for this message. We thank God for the word. Let's give the, the Lord another praise clap. Amen. Praise God. That gives us a lot to study. <clears throat> Excuse me, and a lot to go into, but praise God. Uh, but we have a, a a teacher, so we can come back and ask, "What do you mean by that?" <laughs> it's not he's not pastors not talking in parables, amen. <laughs> but he's he's given to he's a gift to us to to unfold these mysteries. So amen. So let's continue uh, hungering and thirsting after righteousness, amen. Let's continue fighting for this church. Let's continue lift up the name of the Lord and this church. Amen. Let's continue preparing our hearts and our mind throughout the week and just getting into the word of God and spending time in the scriptures. Amen. And praying for understanding, praying for wisdom, 
wisdom that God will continue opening up our eyes, amen, and girding up the loins of our mind that we may continue fighting the good fight of faith, laying hold to eternal life. So let's give the Lord a praise clap. Let's prepare, amen, for our tithe and our offering. Let's bless the Lord with our tithe and our offering. We had a wonderful weekend, amen, God giving us the victory today, amen. We just thank God, hallelujah, for what he's done for us today, hallelujah. God is surely with us, the spirit of the Lord is surely with us, amen. So let's bless the Lord in our tithe and our offering. God bless you, saints, as you give. Yeah.